love me, yeah, they love me. First love yourself. And God we trust, trust me. I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it took. No show. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. It will also match your first deposit up to $100 and you get a special pick when you sign up. I'm Treasure Wilson, aka Stat Baby, along with your hosts, Mace and Cam. And we are joined with our analyst, Maurice Claret. Mo Mace Stat, what's up, man? What's the deal? Let's go. What's good? Welcome back, Mo, man. What's happening? (laughs) Missed you, man. You see the vibes? You see my team? You see how we rolling? Mo, Mo, anyway, yo, Mo. That's all I want to know. Anyway, anyway, yo, Mo, man. Uh, I did a freestyle yesterday. A lot of Ohio shit was going on. The whole Ohio was 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 reaching out on the gram. You know, I hope you seen. I hope you appreciate it. I showed the town a lot of love. Murder. They said the clock is on. What you gonna do, man? The clock on what? I did a freestyle yesterday. (laughs) When viral, everybody said. That's great, Cam. Well, when is murder going to do? They waiting on you, man. I don't know what you... Listen, man, you... you t- I'm going live tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go live tomorrow yeah, on the show. Yeah, Let's yeah, go live yeah, tomorrow yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, you know Mo. All right, <laughs> tell them tomorrow live on the show. You yeah. see the Michigan hat, nigga. You know the vibe. <laughs> well, listen, Mo, it was a lot of Ohio shit going on in my freestyle. Niggas was showing mad love. And salute to the town, Columbus, Cleveland, Dayton. Everybody I don't really get to mention. I appreciate y'all showing love. They they love my freestyle. They love to thank Steve Stout. Everybody who called. But they want to hear from Murder. They said, Murder, they said it's been a while. Oh, yeah, now that I'm looking at myself, I'm going to put the website at the bottom of the screen. But, you know, make sure y'all go get the Is What It Is apparel. Uh, Mace has his apparel, Lord. Uh, Stat got her own flavors with the Is What It Is jackets as well. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all go to the website. I'm putting it at the bottom of the screen because I don't want to tell y'all the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, get, get, go ahead. Um, get a solo stash. She's trying to show you her shit. Um, your shit is here too, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and, yeah. and Mo, thank you a lot with the merch too because we you have a lot of great ideas that I want to um, put on our website. Um, you know, collectively, me, you and Mace have a meeting and let's get shit going. Let's get some more money this year, man. Um, we could yeah, get to man. it. Yeah, man, we could get to it because I have no idea why Mace has, I don't know where you got a Michigan hat from <laughs> in Australia. I have no idea where that came from, but, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that beat. lets you know I knew something before I came out. Here. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's exactly what I'm trying to tell you, Cam. Yeah. I knew something. They told me this. No, you. They said the Nick Saban thing is up for him. Yo, murder. I, like I said, I would hate to go to the videotape, like because you know I've been on go to my videotape shit. You came in here with maroon on, talking about it was Alabama colors. Colors after you abandoned Georgia, after you was running with them all year. Now you from Michigan? <laughs> Wildest shit in the world, Damn. man. It get cold. You see what I'm telling you, Kim? You see how I'm wearing the jacket? It get cold. You know. All right, Marla. I, I, I like the jacket. The jacket yes. says, can a young man get money anymore? A lot of people don't know. Well, I'm not going to say a lot of people. The younger generation, people don't know. That's one of Mace's slogans. 
I, I really like that jacket. It makes a lot of sense. And what doesn't make sense is the hat. I think the hat stands for Mace, and you're using it as Michigan. If I had to, if I had to take a guess, my personal opinion is the M stands for Mason. Now it's just convenient that Michigan is in the championship. So you're taking yo, the mace and yo, using it for yo. Michigan. Go ahead. Maurice, do I hate on him? That's all I'm asking. Maurice, do I hate on him? <laughs> yes, yes, Hey, you look, do. I'm staying out of this one. Yeah, you hate on me, nigga. All the time. All the Let time. Let Michigan be great. Like, Let Michigan be great, killer. Let's start stabbing this okay, well, into the day. <laughs> Mace, you said you knew something and you were right. The college football national no, championship is set. We're not starting, that. We're not starting like that. Monday. We're not starting he like that. He said he knew. He never That's knew. He didn't know shit. That nigga knew yeah, Georgia. Then he knew that. Alabama. It's Just never speak been. Speak your mind. <laughs> speak your mind, Zach. Don't let him tell said, you what you, what you say. You say. <laughs> yo, yo, speak yeah. your mind. Yeah, you Zach, right. Don't I, let him tell you. Are you right. I can't. I definitely can't tell her what to say, but that's. Cap man, if we if we that that is come on, Cam, let let him moderate. Yo, fam, I would like to throw a red flag on when she moderating. Yo, that is crazy. I want to challenge. (laughs) I want to challenge that man. Let's go. Okay. All of a sudden she all of a sudden she agrees with you this week. Then Mason, when did he know? Come on, what is happening in 2024? I don't know either. But let's get to it. College Football National Championship is set for Monday and Washington will play Michigan. The question is simple. Who do you think will win? My wish first, of course. Well, well I, I, I'm, 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 uh, I'm biased, but I told y'all when, when Ohio State lost, I was going for Jim Harbaugh. So it's, it's, um, it's our rivalry, Ohio State versus Michigan, but I'm going yeah. with Jim Harbaugh. Only because they the Big Ten, but then also I want him to have a bigger voice with talking about athletes getting paid. So he did say that this week. He's already made mention of it, that we should share in the revenue. And I want that conversation to keep on going, but I'm going to go with Michigan beating uh, Washington. What the fuck are you keep smiling, shaking your head for a pause? Yo, <laughs> yo bro, what's up with you, bro? Like, yo, you, you, yo, you a wild nigga, man. Good. Shout good. out to McCarty and all of them. Say that again. Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Shout out to out there. JJ, you? you know? Shout out to JJ Stat, you know? Crazy, <laughs> Who are you talking about, Stat? I have no idea. <laughs> said, I don't know. <laughs> Because I'm on the other side. I'm going with Penix. Quarterback. He told McCarthy. Paul McCarthy. McCarthy. That's who I'm talking about. Nigga said Paul McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. He said, shout out McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> Who's McCarthy? <laughs> I said McCarthy, you know? All right, man. This is crazy. I, I'm not even feeding into this whole color pattern, this whole yellow and blue. Listen, man. I'm going to say this. It's, it's two things. I, I'm a really big uh, Jim Harbaugh fan. You know, even with, uh, you know, going back to his days in the NFL, uh, he took a really big risk when Alex, when he's uh, coaching the 49ers, when Alex Smith got hurt. He put Kaepernick in. Alex Smith came back. He kept Kaepernick. Uh, kind of counter, counterpulled Kaepernick's career in the NFL because Kaepernick was a backup. 
and I know Alex Smith got hurt, and um, but he gave him that chance. And I'm really, I like him and his brother, you know, both of them guys. I, I really think that they're player coaches. So I'm a big Harbaugh fan, Jim Harbaugh fan. Uh, when he got to Michigan, um, they haven't won a national championship so since he's been there. Uh, you know, Michigan fans are impatient. It was time since he'd been there saying, do they need to get rid of him? Does he need to come back? Does he need to go to the NFL? Uh, back to more what Mo was saying at the beginning of the segment that uh, he's advocated for players. You know, the NCAA or the powers to be may not necessarily like that. So I'm a big Jim Harbaugh fan. And I, and I was torn between me being a Jim Harbaugh fan and a Michael Penix being a black quarterback uh, winning a national championship. So I'm like, who do I really want to win? Not about who I think is going to win, because I think Penix is fucking amazing. But who do I want to win? And it was, I couldn't make a decision. And then what made me made my decision to go with Michigan instead of Washington is when I found yeah. out, and there's something I want to ask Mo before we move on after this, after I say what I have to say, is that what made me make my decision with, with Michigan was when I found out Penix has been there, been in college for six years. And I'm like, God damn, how many? Does, you couldn't get six years? When they, <laughs> what the fuck? The six years? I said, the, I, they said, well, you know, I didn't even notice until he won the, won the game the other day. And it's like, when you came back for your six years to win this, I said, hold on, let me do some homework. The nigga been there six joints. I know he wasn't been in Washington six joints, but when you get a red shirt year when I played and and then they, they add COVID into it, and but they still played when it was COVID. Nigga is 23. He is the same age as niggas that's in the NFL right now. You know, so I, yep. I was like, and, and not just him, Bo Nix, I started doing homework on a bunch of niggas. I'm like, yo, Actually, I think I have it here. I don't want to slow us down on this segment, but at the end of the day, um, I don't. Uh, my headphones are going in and out. I don't know if that's you, um, if everybody can still hear me, Nick. But I'm just letting you know. But I think I screenshotted, if I'm not mistaken, and if I can't yeah. find it immediately, we'll get back to it. But it's just like it is four or five great quarterbacks that we look at in college, and they're the same age as four or five decent quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't think it's fair. I think that they ring it. I remember me being a senior in high school saying, damn, if I had one more year of high school, I would fucking kill these niggas, man. I would go crazy. So I don't like the fact that niggas is ringing. I'm going to call it ringing. <laughs> so they're really yeah. good. niggas just ringing murder right on. I, can, I, I ain't bugging, right? I can read the stats real quick for the ages. So, right, there you go. Yeah, when the 2024 NFL season starts. <laughs> yeah, because that's the yeah. same thing you're about to read. I probably Yeah, screenshot. when the 2024 NFL season starts, Bo Nix will be 24, Michael Penix will be 24, Jaden Daniels will be 23, Caleb Williams 22, and Drake May 22. And then quarterbacks in the NFL, Anthony Richardson will be 22, CJ Stroud will be 22, Bryce Young will be 23. Three, Trevor Lawrence will be 24, and Justin Fields will be 25. Yeah, niggas is older than C.J. Stroud Man. in college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that's crazy. So I was wanting to pick Penix, but you ringing, bro. You out here killing little niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you out here killing niggas. That nigga is niggas younger than you striving, striving especially C.J. Stroud in the NFL. 
No wonder you look so spectacular. You've been there six years. And, and listen, I'm still rooting for you, bro. You know, it is what it is. If you, if you can find a loophole in the rules or whatever the case may be, I'm rooting for you. But I just think I'm going with Michigan because, I, you know, if I was 20 years old in high school, woo, <laughs> little niggas wouldn't have a chance, boy. <laughs> so that's, what, that's my feelings about the situation. I actually do have a little comment. Yeah, so, Macy, go first. Yeah, I'll let you go first. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand that because my birthday used to always come later in the year. So, I always felt like I was playing up to play with kids instead of people that were really my age at the time I was that age. So, I definitely understand that. So, it's like for people like that, it's not just one year, Cam. He get. For people like me, got two extra years. Right, and you know what's crazy? Twenty-four. Yeah. No, I was gonna say was crazy. He's Twenty-four that, years old, mm-hmm. niggas should be graduating at twenty-two. So right. he really got two extra years. Right, and, and listen, murder. They, it's one thing to get a red shirt, but now niggas throw COVID in it. I don't know what it is. The lady said when you came back for your six year, that is over a half a decade that you've been in college. And back to your point, Mace, it's funny because, you know, um, this may be a little too deep pause for our listeners or people outside of New York or even if they change the rules. I remember the cutoff date for age groups was September 1st and your birthday is like August 27th. So you just you just yeah, missed exactly. it by like four days of playing <laughs> like with the younger kids. You like you got like a, a three and a, you got 72 hours of not making it. <laughs> So I understand where you're coming from. Word. But Mo, what... Yeah, before, so every time I played, I had to play with people, pause, that were like two years older than me and all of that. So I'm just like, wow. So if, you, if you, you're playing in that kind of climate, are you supposed to be better than them? But I, I like the way you did come home, Cam. You came with Michigan. I like that for you. I really do. <laughs> Statue said you had something to say. going to win again. <laughs> That you said, I do let him finish. Yeah, he's never gonna finish. <laughs> um, I actually slightly disagree because I okay, so I graduated college at 21, which was a lot earlier than most people who graduate. I it is a journey. He is only 23. He graduated high school in 2018. I graduated high school in 2019. So I feel like there shouldn't be a limit on numbers. Like so. His past, when he was with Indiana, he had four major injuries. So if he couldn't play to his full potential and then there was a COVID year, I don't think that he should be at fault for that because this is kind of his redemption year to show like, look, you know, I don't have any injuries right now. You know, I still can play. I don't think that we should take that from him just because of things that have happened to him prior that he can't control. Um, And it's just good to see like a black quarterback doing, you know, well, like I, I don't want to say because he's a little bit older that he's at a disadvantage. I mean, because if, if he does perform well, when it gets to that next stage to get to the league, he performs well. And that's all I would want to see. So I'm not going to fault him for his age. I get your Wait. point. But Wait. Yes. Wait, let me say something. <laughs> I can't wait. Neither. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> Yo, killer. Yeah. So if a nigga is seven years old in kindergarten, is that cool? <laughs> well, no, but the age, if you really think about it, like the age is not that, not that crazy. I could see if he was like, 
going on his like no, eighth, like I mean, injuries, you can't really, you can't really help that. But if you're not available, you're not available. You can't get hurt and be like, yo, I'm 31. I've been getting well, hurt for seven years. Not to that extent. And yes, I understand but him I'm, not being available. Yo, but this yo, year he proved that, hey, like, I'm good enough to play. And I feel like that's what he's doing. What I'm saying is this, and I'm not disagreeing I with your you point. Not, it's your, it's your point. Hold on, hold on, Murder. Let me say one thing before you go. My thing is this. Mentally, mentally, and I don't know football. I'm talking about basketball. Mm -hmm. If I'm just giving, I didn't become an elite collegiate student. I'm athlete, pardon me. Mm -hmm. But I always thought about if I had one extra year of high school, that these little niggas yeah. don't have a chance, bro. I will kill any ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth grader if I get it. Because I used to get mad at. Shout out to my niggas that I'm not talking about. My nigga Ali Mo, God bless the day. Kareem Reed, all, <laughs> all the niggas who was older all than the me. Niggas who got an extra yeah, year. all the niggas that was my age, but older than me by a year, but was in the same grade as me. We don't know how old Felipe Lopez really was when he came to America. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I always <laughs> really thought that, damn, if I get one extra year, whether hurt or not, it's mental for me yeah. to be like, Y'all little niggas ain't gonna stand a chance, bro. Yeah. Cause I got I I'm, I will kill if I had one extra year. So I understand yeah, what you're you, saying. Yeah, go ahead, Mo. No, but you at 24, wait, Mo, you wait, coming Mo. into manhood, Mo? Say what? Hold on, hold on, Mo. Mace want to say one yeah. thing, and I want you to wrap it up, Mo, because you have Yo. a better understanding on this than any of us. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Mace. You, you do, Mo. And when I was playing in, when I was playing in college, right. The assistant coach was, I think he was about 31. And the nigga was diesel, pause, but he could shoot, right? So the moment he 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 activated his extra year he could have played college, I quit. I quit. Because the coach was trying to make me play half of my time and let this nigga play, and he was 31 years old. He was nice. But he was 31, killer. I don't think I ever told you. Yeah, so I never heard of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody could go back and look at this. Like, yo, we used to call him Robocop. He ended up being my guy. You know, what school he was, was cool, this? What school was this, Mason? What school? SUNY Purchase. Okay, got you. Right. SUNY Purchase. The niggas started shooting. It was lights out. So the coach was like, yo, Mace, you're going to play part of the time. And he gonna play part of the time. I'm like, who? I'm better than everybody in the gym. This nigga come out with his sneakers on. This nigga was the coach. <laughs> he was 31. He was 31. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> that shit is wild. Oh, and listen, man. I think, and listen. I think Mike, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Michael Penix. I think he's nice. I look at him, and I think his game will translate in the NFL. And, yeah, I'm always rooting for somebody black. But what's fair is goddamn fair. Mo, I would like, yeah, you have way more knowledge of this more than anybody. Yeah. All I used to think was when I played that you get one red shirt year, whether you're hurt or not. Now it's a red shirt, a college, uh, uh, academic, <clears throat> injury red shirt, a COVID red shirt, uh a blood red shirt. Like, it's all type of fucking red shirts, man. Like, <laughs> yo, what is it? So how does this go, Mo, and how do you feel about it? Well, it's two things. I definitely understand what you're talking about, but it's two things I want to say. 24, you coming into, like, young manhood, you know what I'm saying? 
if you just want to talk about from a psychological standpoint, like your prefrontal cortex low, your reason and judgment comes in at 25. It's fully developed, right? In comparison to somebody who's 19, 18, 20, still living in dormitories, still having a collegiate life. So just your approach, your preparation, and just who you are as a man is going to be completely different, right? I do understand where Stats talking about. We're saying, hey, man, you know, uh, COVID is out of his control. Uh, I get that piece of it, but we we can't take away from the fact that a 24-year-old man is a lot different than somebody who's 19 to 20. I will say that. And you just going to play, approach, prepare, or have more composure than just kids who are a little bit younger than you. So there's going to be an advantage just from experience. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just life. Um, but I, I don't know. If, I don't even know if I have an opinion in regards to if I think he should play or not. I don't I don't know. You know, I guess it depends on if something happened to me, I may feel different. But um, you you just you just are different at 24 in comparison to, you know, just younger kids. And when you get into college, you're, uh, you know, 18, 19 years old, most of the time 18 years old. Yeah. It is a huge difference yeah. between an 18-year-old and a 24-year-old. Yeah. Mentally as well. I'll give, you an okay. I'll give you an example. So my daughter, my daughter skipped two grades when she was younger, right? And I thought it was, like, cute to go ahead and, and let her accelerate academically and motor through school, Right. But the biggest difference was when she came into high school, she was like 13 years old, right? And there was a difference between 13-year-olds and 18-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? Just physically, mature from a, from a maturity standpoint. And so I felt like I messed up her basketball career, her sporting career, just because she was underdeveloped. And if you're developing at the same rate that your peers are developing, there will always be a gap unless you condense it with the volume of work, Right. And that just comes from working in your free time or whatever, but you will always have that gap to a point where you reach like your peak athletic ability, then it starts to diminish. And so like when you start talking about this, the first thing I thought of was my daughter and where I felt like um, some of her athletic development may have been stalled and she lost her confidence just because she was playing with um, younger girls who was four or five years four or five years older, even though they had to play in the same arena. That's a great example. That's a really great example. Well, last thing real quick, I'll add, I think the climate of especially the school I went to, a lot of the players were way older than the rest of us entering like 25 plus. So it's like I've seen it a lot. I don't think it's attractive when it comes to drafting players. You obviously want the younger player. But just in this situation, because he is 23 and people kind of graduate 22, 23. I don't think it's too bad. It's just by the time you know, the season comes, he would be 24. So I definitely understand what you guys are saying, but I also- I'm just like saying six sport. years in college is is wild. Yeah. Heard of, heard of that. And listen, Mo, let me ask you this, because I don't know, I, and I could be wrong. I just thought, and I and listen, I'm old as fuck in, in the young nigga brain, but when I fucking went to school and in 94, 95, I believe, whatever year it was, you get one red shirt year for being hurt. If you're hurt multiple years, that's your problem. Is that how it used to go? <laughs> That's on you yeah. if you keep getting hurt. That, you can't keep getting blaming yeah. shit on getting hurt. You get one year to get hurt, and that's the end of it. If you want to keep getting hurt, that's on you. Is that how it used to be? Yeah, that's how it used to be, but yeah, you have to figure, bugging. like, I didn't want to... Yeah, I didn't want to get too analytical and real deep into this, but you have a system that they're trying to preserve free, free labor. You know, at the end of the day... You know, mm. you keep these kids in a the system, they develop, mm. they have a Free good product leg. out there. So 
you're 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 like you're this this is advantageous to the NCAA. So they get a fully grown man going out here performing very well. He get a fan base, uh, and it kind of leads into something else we're gonna talk about. And he's just a good product on the field that they can advertise. And this is what the same with Bo Nix and the same with a bunch of these players, right? These are good players. Like just think about this, right? Your Caleb Williams, your Bo Nix, your Michael Penix, and Stat had read them off. These are older guys who have been the talk of college football for the past year. And that's why the NCAA allows them to have red shirt uh, years because you have great quarterbacks and you want to preserve them being around. Like, I didn't want to spin it that way and get too deep into it. But you, you have to remember, all of this stuff is all centered around how do we keep the best product on the field? And if we go, if we know that this kid had talent, he was a top 300 kid or a top 25 kid, and we can give him one more year of eligibility, we can then sell him, market him, and go get ad dollars off of him. And like sometimes I feel like I, I belabor the point or talk about it a thousand different ways. But when you talk about this college system, at the at the end of it, you will always land off of that per- perspective where what they're trying to do is extract um, the most time that they can get from a kid who they can put on that field of market. And that's what we had this year. Yo, that is so, that's why we got you here. You yeah. definitely got to <laughs> get that deep pause. You yeah. got to say that because... I didn't even look at it from that right. perspective. From the free labor perspective, I didn't even pay it that type of... That's why you here, well, let me Let me say yeah. this, right? That's why you here. Hey, hey, over the holidays, I was sad when the show was off, right? Yeah, and I was too, like, man. damn. <laughs> right? Right. So when I came on to the show, I was just enjoying the show like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And so, <laughs> so yeah. That, that's what... Yeah, I was over here just enjoying just being back like... I was like a little kid when I got the text, like, yo, we back at it. I'm like, well, pause. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. Listen, man, we missed you too, man. But, but yo, I, we definitely missed you, man. The fans missed you. Every, you know, it, that's one thing about when we was off, everybody, the compliments from everybody of, you know, thank you, Stat, Mesa, and of course we've been doing this, but from, from, you, Mo, especially you, OJ, and they love that we bring... I love that we're building a great team together and it, it's gelling well because a lot of things don't always gel. You just try to throw them in a pot and see what happens. But this has really been going well and the people that I run across really love what you bring to the table. And that take was so fucking dope because yes. I didn't even think about the free labor aspect. If you could get Chris Webber in Michigan for 17 years... <laughs> and you sell the Chris Webber jerseys forever, then yeah, I dig it, man. I didn't even realize it like that. But I knew in my brain, I'm like, yo, you can only get hurt one year when I used to play. I, I, that's, I remember that. So I just yeah. wanted to make sure I wasn't bugging. But thank yeah. you, man. Yeah, that's a great take and definitely something to think about. So moving along, after Washington beat Texas 37-31 to 31 during the Sugar Bowl, Michael Penix Jr. made comments live on ESPN saying, Dade City, Tampa, Florida, we up. Then he said, Free Huli, can't forget about you, brother. How do you feel about his comments live on air? Well, you know, Free Huli, I, I didn't hear you. <laughs> he said, Dade City, Tampa, Florida, we up. And then he said, Free Huli, so free the guys that are locked up. How do you feel about him saying it live? Mm. No, like I say, I, I'm I'm down with it. So, like, this is what I don't like, right? When when these people come and get you out of your neighborhood, they understand exactly where you come from, right? 
And it's your talent and your ability to persevere through that environment that basically brings forward the opportunity. And so oftentimes they try to shame people for having friends who go through some of life challenges or getting in trouble and so on and so forth. And, you know, he, he knows that when, whether he get a phone call or whether he talk to somebody who's locked up, how it may make them feel just for him recognizing them and picking their spirits up. So I'm, I'm down with it, right? I was locked up in Anytime somebody reached out to me and, and just mentioned my name and made me feel better and, uh, you know, hats off to him, you know, but I'm down with it. Just so I'm clear, he shouted out somebody in jail and, yeah. and now they're trying to act like it's a big deal. Like, what, why would he shout out somebody well, in jail? Well, there's both. There's that. But a lot of people are like, wow, he's a stand up guy. Like that right. type of reaction. Right. So it's both. Right. <laughs> um, look, man, it's, it, it happens. It, when you, when you're, and I don't know my, Michael um, Penix's upbringing like that. I know he's from the Florida area because Mace acts like he knows him personally from Florida. <laughs> you know, it's crazy that Mace is Michigan now, but it was all Michael Penix is from Florida three, four weeks ago, but now he has a Michigan hat on. But whatever, that's another story for another day. But um, look. Damn, free Trump. Free Trump to all the real ones get free. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, we come in, look, it's a few things. I'll give you a great, I'll give you some great examples, a quick, quick example. When you're young and you're growing up in a, in a urban environment, I don't know if it's ur- um, country, whatever, in a city, especially for me and Mace or even in Columbus, um, in a city, everybody's trying to figure a way out. And not and now it's a lot more opportunities, not like the opportunities when we had before. And everybody doesn't always get the opportunities today. So you may have people who robbing somebody, people who have uh who sell drugs, people who may steal, some people playing basketball, some people are rapping, some people are trying to do investments. But because people are trying to find their way in life that doesn't mean that you don't have friends that do bad things. And the the real so the real shout out goes to people like the Maces, the Cams, the Michael Penixes, to where you didn't go down that road, maybe because you may have known somebody who went down that road. That doesn't mean that they're not your friend. That doesn't mean that you're not cool with them. All it goes to show the tribute is that look, I, I was talented doing this. He had to figure out a way to eat. Uh, now, I'm not going to sit here and celebrate yeah. stupidity. I don't know what, why he's in jail or who's in jail. But at the end of the day, sometimes people got to eat. Mason, Mason said something years ago, and I, I told him I want I want the video. One day I want to post it. You know, one day he was talking. And, you know, a lot of people in, uh, in society for <laughs> years say that money's the root of all evil. And one day was Mace, Mace was talking, and he was like, he was giving a speech and he was like, the lack of money is the root of all evil. That's the root of all evil. May said, why would a man go inside a check cashing place with a pistol with a stocking on his face? Talk about give me the cash. <laughs> when Mace did it too, he, he, put this, he did it like, but he, he, did, he did the whole body language. He said, nigga, on the, yo, give me a close up real nigga. Nigga, Mace said, nigga on there. Put a sock in face like that in face, like this. <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> you know what I'm That's because it's the lack of money. 
Nobody, I don't think that millionaires is out here trying to kill people um, for money or murder or rob or steal. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do to survive. That's not saying I'm supporting what anybody does illegally. But sometimes you got to you gotta get by. And, you know, I, I know I'm pretty long-winded on this answer. Just I know so many niggas in jail. And it's a bunch of niggas in jail that I used to shout out. I have T-shirts, jackets made, all type of shit. Now, that's when I was young. Me and Mace have a mutual friend in jail now that we will not pick the phone up before because he keeps going to jail. And, and we don't want to be yeah. a part of what he keeps doing. Like, yo, no, I'm not going. You keep going to jail. You hot and you don't know how to stay out of jail. Stop calling us until you get out. You know they taping these conversations from jail, right? And that's our nigga. But at the end of the day, when you get older, you be like, yo, you got a habit. You can't, you can't stop. <laughs> when you're younger, I dig yeah. it. You got, I dig it. So that's what I had to say about that before. Mace, I know you may have something to say about it. Sorry about that. No, that was good. Killer, I didn't know you watched my sermon. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, I didn't want to say it was a sermon, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you was deaf listening, yeah. man. Yeah, I man. I feel like Farrakhan now. Yeah, yeah, man, I watched that shit. <laughs> And listen, this one, me and you wasn't even speaking. I said, look at my nigga murders. I said, I ain't know you could do that up there. <laughs> no disrespect. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I say, say in fact, you know what else May said on that same sermon? Now, I didn't want to yeah. put the business out there. You know, I, he said, so he said the stocking cap shit over the face. Then he said, because <laughs> I'm not laughing. I don't want people to tell I'm laughing at the sermon. But what he said was that he said, yo, he ain't say nigga, but he was like, a nigga comes up to me and tells me that he's he found the one bedroom for $450. I don't know if you went to the neighborhood or not, but Mace said, I pull up over there. It's all type of rats. It's roaches. It's drug dealers. It's, it's fiends out there. I'm paying the seventeen hundred to live in a better neighborhood. <laughs> I'm gonna find the extra thirteen hundred dollars so I don't have to go through that. The lack of money is yeah. the root of all evil, and that's what yeah, that's, that's, that was one of my favorite shits that I ever watched because it's like, yo, I'm not taking away from you being a great preacher, <clears throat> uh, minister, deacon. No disrespect to the title you are, but that's facts. No matter what. Deacon or not, minister or yeah. not, preacher or not, that is facts, man. So when you said that, I'm like, yeah, murder. That's what I'm talking about. We wasn't even speaking. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> the fuck I'm talking about, man. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, in regards to Panix's comments, I'm going to just say shout out 813, shout out Tampa, because we from the same area. So I thought that was pretty dope. I ain't go lie. Oh, yo, yo, my God. <laughs> Literally, that's where I'm from. Dade City, Zephyr Hills, Pasco County, 813. He went you to Tampa Bay Tech. No, I was born in Jacksonville. I'm from Tampa. So... Shout out Michael Penny. Oh Pennick. my goodness. Yo, yo, That's lit. When niggas be in the comments talking about Jacksonville with Street Dude, one minute. I was born in Jacksonville. I grew up in Tampa. Yo, killer. Wesley Chapel. That we killer. had this background, guys. My thing is this I'm going to be totally yo, honest killer, with you. Killer. Go ahead, Murdo. I'm sorry. Killer. 
it's OJ stat than me now. <laughs> <laughs> Jet lag and blueberry juice. <laughs> Yo, listen. But I'm going to be honest yeah, with you. You just passed me. I, yeah, I'm going to be honest. She's on a roll this year. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm not going to sit here and say you ain't, because I've known you from Tampa when I first met you. And but then when niggas was talking about Jacksonville, oh, I was born. You using when I was born in Jacksonville. Now you from Tampa. I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'll say this last. And you got the last words, that I don't care. I'm just gonna say what I have to say. Scared. Nothing bad. <laughs> Mace was saying Penix from Florida before you. Now you talk about eight one three. We're in the building. Mace definitely was saying Penix was from Florida before you did, so. Thank you, Killer. I'm going to say that. I will say that. I will say but that. But that doesn't even matter because you're choosing OJ Michigan. <laughs> like, that doesn't even matter anymore. Mo, OJ hey, stat than me. You passed oh, me you. stat on the all-time cap list. Oh, gosh. The spin cycle. <laughs> got to change cycle. it up. Hey, for real. Okay. <laughs> I got to make, let me make an announcement for Steve's three. Yes, sir. To all the people who keep on hitting me up and sending me music, I am not an A&R and I do not pass on music. Can I, can I make that announcement? Yeah. I said the same thing. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. I see my nigga, my nigga Nick is in the control room saying he get that shit too. Yo, Nick, you get that shit too? Yeah, that shit. Hey, yeah, I just want to make a disclaimer to everybody so I don't have to be disrespectful. I don't have that relationship with them. I can't pass the music. Nice. That shit go on iTunes or wherever that shit go, and you market it yourself, but I don't have that relationship with them. Same. So cool with everybody. Same, same, same. However, if you name drop me in a song, because I've got a couple of those, y'all can keep doing that. That's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving along. It's cool until it's a diss track. Oh, yeah. We don't want to <laughs> because then I got to make a diss track and y'all is not ready for that. <laughs> okay. Moving on to a more general question. What do you feel like are the pros and cons of bringing back former players to universities they once had success at? Maurice first. Uh, I would say the pros in this environment where you have name, image, and likeness, the pros is that you can get uh, an older fan base and the new fan base excited about somebody who teams used to be excited about that is involved with the program, right? So you have somebody who's had success with that brand and, you know, that person is involved. Um, and that means you generate more money. That means you generate, you know, excitement around older older people who just a little older and have more money to throw at the program to help to recruit players and just pick up the brand. The cons from what I see is that a lot of the coaches who are new, who may not be as notable as the former players, they can't coexist unless they're very strong people with somebody who has a big personality. And that's kind of or, or, or just a lot of name recognition that they may feel insecure about or that they may feel may take away from them being able to lead the team. So. Those are my two uh, points of view about the pros and cons. You want to go, Mace? Or you want that me? was really good. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was really good because I, I was thinking about that. It's very hard for one of the cons of, of, of um, being a coach, especially when you used to be very famous, is exactly what he's saying because you're used to being the man 
now this new guy comes in there and want to do it a total different way. And that, that could be a huge problem. Most times when celebrities or people who used to be prominent at that campus doesn't work, that that is the main reason. So you're 100% right on that, um, Maurice. That was really good. I think both of you Killer. guys. No, I was going to say, both of you guys hit the nail on the head, pause. Or I don't even have too much to add to it. I'll go somewhere else with it. I don't even think we need to go with it. <laughs> but I think you guys definitely did a great job answering. Yeah. I agree. One of the examples that kind of comes to mind is Pat Ewing at Georgetown. Because I mean, example. when he went great back example. to coach, it just didn't work out. I don't know if it was time period. Like you would think he would have the culture of the school, which I know he had their best interest at heart. But seeing how it kind of played out, it just didn't work. And that's usually what happens. So. That is a great, great example. Points. Very great, great, great how long? How long have he, then how good, long has he been gone from? Wait, wait, gone. gone. I think two. This is his second year gone. A Maybe good first one was um Jawan Howard at Michigan. Yeah, he did yeah. pretty good at his alma mater. No, no. and Penny Hardaway. Yeah, no, he's had success. Who else? Who did? Penny Hardaway is a great example too. But you guys are bringing up really good examples. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of the time it doesn't work. And he, to answer your question, Maurice, he left last year. And Georgetown, I think, has already been performing better. I don't know their exact record, but yeah, it happens. But, <laughs> but, no, I, I was about to ask, how, how was Memphis doing before Penny I got there? Does anybody know? Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. We got to go see a Mikey Williams game, killer. We got to go to Memphis. Yeah, they, they, mad, at, they mad at you. <laughs> That, the, the people on they the page. They love me in Memphis. Man. No, no, no. I'm not. See, Murder, I ain't say they love you. Every state I name, they love you. I'm just saying that people in the comments was, they, I not you. You was getting the most of it, but I got a little bit of it too because we niggas was trying to say, <laughs> niggas was trying to say, see, your job thought it was over for Mikey. No, he didn't. We just said that the, he could be facing X amount of years. You know what niggas get mad at? And listen, I'm talking to the audience. Y'all cannot get mad that we're reporting what could potentially happen. If it doesn't happen, that doesn't mean that we told y'all that was going to happen. We're just reporting. If, if he could get up to 20 years and that's what's being reported and we say it and then he doesn't get any time, you can't be like, yeah, murder, yeah, Kim. Y'all niggas thought da 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 No, we never thought anything. We're just saying that's what could potentially happen. Thank God it didn't happen. Yeah. But don't get mad at us for us reporting what could potentially happen. Thank God it didn't happen. And makes you're right. Let's get down there and see Mikey and support Penny. I remember Penny used to come to your shows. We're big fans and friends with Penny Hardaway. Yeah. But to the audience, you can't get mad that we report something and then it doesn't go that way. And then you act like we was on the side of the niggas that's saying basically he could get up to 20 years. We never say, yo, I hope that nigga get 20 years. We never said that. We're just saying it's a possibility and thank God it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, and we never, and we also never wish that he got time. So we wasn't, we wasn't trying to say we hope the nigga get time. We're saying like, act better because you're a prominent talent and we want to see you do well and we want to see Penny do well and the whole Memphis needs some good energy and something good to go see that don't include that don't require guns, you know? Right. There we go. Great clarification. Okay. We're going to go to break. And when we return, we will talk about ESPN and the NCAA's extended media deal. Don't go anywhere.
She called this thing about toxic Four years and counting Got you feeling like an option Maybe I'm my own problem, babe She tired of hearing I don't know My stubborn in me won't fall, oh, oh Dealing with this thing called trust But she really thinking about She wanna be free Why am I here? This one she wanna be free Welcome back. So let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. Tonight, OKC will play the Nets. Underdog fantasy has SGA at 32 and a half points. Do you have them higher or lower? Cam. The Nets? Yep. I'm going to go lower because he ain't, and I'm not saying he's not going to have a good game, but I think he have about 26. He, he getting them 30s and 35s and 40s on niggas he got to prove a point to. There's nobody on the Nets he got to really prove a point to. Um, so I'm going to go lower only because he's trying to just make a statement when it's against the Steph Currys, the Lucas, the Jamal Murrays, and everybody else. Uh, not saying he can't get it, but I don't think it'll be tonight. Okay. Mace? Um, I'm gonna disagree with Cam. I'm gonna think that you know, because because he's been doing it, pause on everybody else. He's gonna try to keep it going, and what better place to do it than in New York? So SGA, I'm gonna go higher. Okay, chat SGA is... don't make me look bad. <laughs> chat is at eight rebounds. Do you have him higher or lower, Mace? Higher. Check it right now. He's my rookie of the year. You said Wimby was the best player in the world when the season started, Mace. Just telling you what you said. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm gonna, That's I'm, what I'm doing in the new year. I'm not talking to me. I'm going to turn my head up. <laughs> um, I'm going I'm to go lower. I'm going to go lower. Okay. And Michael Bridges is at 29 and a half points. Rebounds and assists. Do you have them higher or lower, Cam? I'm going to go high. Mace? Mm. I'm going to pause. Lower. Okay. Download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your picks too. Okay. So ESPN and the NCAA have agreed to a $920 million eight-year extension to their media rights deal that covers 40 championships, including international rights to March Madness. Obviously, there's a lot of money that goes into that. How do you feel about that deal, especially considering all the discussion around revenue sharing? Maurice, first. Yeah, I think the, uh, the, when, when, they, when they came out with the, uh, the news, I think one of the big things that uh, when, when people shared the article with me, please remember that $920 million is just for championship games. Has nothing to do with the contract that they may have negotiated during the season or any other uh, ancillary revenue that they uh, generate off of players. And so when you take it back and you uh, talk about the national championship and why I'm advocating for Harbaugh, all of this is it. So he knows that the amount of contracts that, that they negotiate, and if you looked at what they negotiated before, it, it used to be a $500 million 
12 year deal. Now they've condensed it to a um, what is it called? A, a an eight year uh, 920 million dollar deal. And they said when you mathematically do the equation, it's three times the amount of money than what they've negotiated before. And so nobody's paying you $920 million if they don't have a return on their investment, right? And the product on the field or the thing that drives that is the players on the field. And so I'm going to keep on advocating for Harbaugh, for Chip Kelly, for everybody. And then at some point, I hope that the players, the people who participate in the sport, I hope they have enough education and, and there's some sort of like um, – governing body, be it a union or something that can advocate and allow these people to participate in the revenue. And um, I don't know, those are my thoughts on it. Mo, is you pocket watching? <laughs> supreme pocket watching. <laughs> <laughs> pocket watching supreme. That's right, hey. Mo, police them <laughs> niggas though. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I, I think Mo is right. The, S, the college... Fucking NCAA <laughs> needs to be pocket watching. We not gonna pocket watch when it's pocket when you're an adult. Supreme, nah, supreme. when niggas is an adult, OJ mad. OJ mad at adults when he pocket watching. This shit is ridiculous. Kids is still out here that got to fight for NIL deals and everything else, and the NCAA is making close to what is it? If you do the math, about one one forty hundred forty million a year. From ESPN alone. That's just ESPN. That has nothing to do with any other outside deals that they got. And they still don't want to give kids no money. The NC doesn't like because kids are getting NIL deals and it seems like, oh, now niggas is getting money. Uh niggas is pulling up to school in Maybachs and Lamborghinis and uh jewelry and so on and so forth. None of that is from the NCAA though. All that is no. them going out to market themselves and negotiate deals themselves, and then they make their own money. Not to mention, if you go get a deal and it goes against your school policy or a deal that they have with somebody else, I should say, you can't do the deal. So let me be more clear. If a kid, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Mo, but I think I'm right. If a kid, you're right. If a kid goes and says, Adidas wants to give them a $20 million deal, but the school has a deal with Nike already. You can't go do the Adidas deal. Am I wrong about that? No, you, you're you 100% correct. And just to let Mace know, we on our reparations tour. That's why you out and down under, pause, and that's why we, 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 we talk about these athletes. We get what's owed to us. You know what I'm saying? And so since yeah. these kids can't talk about it, and the since they can't articulate talk. Yeah. <laughs> the reparation tour, yeah. This is what we doing. Right. I'm just trying to help these kids understand. Just think about this, right? When Jim Brown was alive, Jim Brown was a dude advocating for me. Said, hey, man, they doing you wrong. And he was articulating something that I couldn't understand. Right now, I'm 40 years old. I got a clear understanding of what's going on. I got a clear understanding of the economics. I got a clear understanding of what these dudes should be could, and could be getting paid and now we're in an era of social media where you can share this information and these young dudes can gather, gather it and grab it. And maybe it's somebody who's smarter than me, younger than me, who can help to enact this stuff. Right. And so these guys ain't getting they just do. And I'm just here to say, hey, man, y'all have granted me a platform. I'm just here to talk about it, but then break it down in a way that people can understand it, because all this stuff goes around. I want to I say this, too. 
these th- that hundred and fifteen million dollars a year is just for championship games. It's not for anything else. So if you can negotiate one hundred fifteen million a year for championship games, how much other money have you negotiated that these players ain't participating in? Right. So then you say this to yourself, like, well, who is the NCAA? Like, just think about this. Who's the NCAA and where does this $115 million go to? And what does it go for? Who is it taking care of? Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't need these people to play football. You need players on the field to play football. So if if they've decided to take that money, so and just if you read the article, read 25% of it goes into marketing. The fuck you need 25% to go into marketing for some shit people gonna watch already. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so this is this is the stuff that I talk about, but when you put these marketing budgets in place and rather you building out a pro forma of who you're going to get this money to, this go to their marketing agencies, this go to the people that's inside of their ecosystem. And just because we don't have the understanding, we get taken advantage of. And so that's all this is. This is me helping people to get an understanding that, yo, there's an economy around you. Fuck this jumpsuit. Fuck these sneakers. Fuck this NIL shit. It is an economy going on around you. And if you stop, like if you just stop and say, we're not playing and we have to negotiate, that's the only way that you can reposition yourself to get a better deal. That's that's it. You know what I'm saying? That's why that's where the passion comes from. It comes from going through this shit and catching the, like, the pause, the short end of the stick. And you say, OK, well, how do how do you intelligently tell somebody what's going on, then position themselves to advocate for themselves so they know what they're talking about when they go back to the negotiation tables. And that's sort of like where this passion and, and, and the ability to articulate what you're talking about comes from. Oh. Mo, that was really deep. Pause. It sounds like you need to um, make a player's association for college. Like they got whatever they got for the NBA. Nice. They need that for college football. That's what I was hearing when you said that. That would be a good thing. Yeah, that sounds really so, good. So, so what is life? Life life is you give back to, like, I think the most honorable thing you can do, man, is give help to somebody who can't help themselves. You know what I said? Or give opportunity or give light or give discovery or a path for other people to do better. You know, even though you can't benefit directly from what's going on. That's, that's what I feel is honorable. And that's kind of like, even while I'm on this platform, it could be self-serving. Or you can say, hey, man, you know, since I have a voice or since somebody's listening, there may be people who have never heard this or don't understand it, but you get more people talking. That's how you get an energy around it. Then you get somebody who's smart, right? I give you a prime example. Today, I was with doctors all day, right? And there was a physician who I'd never thought in a million years, he listened to the show. And my man listened to the show and it was surprising. But, you know, these are people who have relationships, be it with politicians or attorneys who can help you to bring your idea, your vision into life to, you know, help these young guys out. Just throw them. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Super dope, dope point, and I'm happy let that, like... You, let me say yeah. something real quick, and I know they might not be able to hear me at the moment, but we can that hear was you. really good, Mason, what you were saying about... Pardon me, I'm getting... Keeps being a glitch. That was really dope what you were saying, like a players association for college. What I will say is this about that. We will have to get more security because niggas would try to snipe that nigga. <laughs> niggas say, oh, these niggas getting too smart. Hold the fuck on. We will have to get you secret service 
because niggas would definitely be like, oh, they done figured shit out. That was a really great point you made, Mo, and Mace, it was even dope you adding that on because now you have somebody advocating and fighting against the NCAA and um, for the players, and niggas don't want that. You see Salon collective bargaining be going again, going on sometime at least the strikes uh, in professional sports. I think both of you guys made great points with that, with that scenario. And if that does come to life or to fruition, Mo, let me know so we can get the right security around you after that. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> and then... Mo, and cook your own food, Mo. Yeah. Cook your own food. <laughs> you playing with big dollars right now. <laughs> And Maurice, before we wrap, I know you had a general question that you wanted to kind of start a discussion about. So what was that question? Yeah, the question was for for both of them. And, uh, you know, you you go around and you see former athletes or just people who were somebody at some point in their lives. Right. And one of the things that they struggle with, this could be somebody in the streets. This can be somebody in sports. This can be somebody in entertainment. Right. And and, and y'all can frame and shape the question or or around with it, whatever way you want to. But what do y'all think is like the biggest struggle from people that they have that they can't transition from? You know, I used to be a notable somebody, somebody in the streets who want to relive their glory years or somebody from a, for, just for music transitioning and growing into something else or sports. Like what, what is the struggle or how have you seen people like successfully deal with that? You know what I'm saying? It's just this was like just a thought in my head that sometimes I have questions that don't spit, fit on a normal sporting yeah, that's, platform, that's but it's just stuff platform. I just want to ask y'all. That's why we got this platform. We don't always, we're we're colleagues, but we're also friends at the same time. So just to ask the question one more time so I'm clear on it. Totally. I kind of get it, but I want to give a detailed answer. So could you ask that one more time? Just just so I'm clear, I'm going to read it from the notes I was saying. Like, uh, okay, what makes it hard for people to adjust from being from being up, like up having money, right? Uh, to have to transition to you know being a regular. That goes for street sports and entertainment. And um, I would just say, like, what, what's the um, uh, what, what makes it hard for people to adjust from being a somebody being up to you know being a regular individual? And and, and why is that deemed like uh, like a knock that they have to like that their glory years? Or what they were talented from no longer exists, and then they got to go live a regular life. And, and, it, and it relates to like I see people getting hung up on drugs and alcohol, and lives get ruined. I'm talking about more about black people in general. Uh, but like from y'all perspective and y'all experience, like what do you think? What makes that so hard to tell? That's, that's a great question. I, I I'll go first. I say it's a money thing. Back to the, the the real root of all evil. And when I say a money thing, it's because when you're popular or a celebrity or a public figure or whatever phrase you want to use for it, and you don't have any money and people notice you and they be like, shit, look at what's the name working here. Then he used to be the nigga who did da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So you feel bad because people notice you. Like, I give a great example, and I'm not saying I don't know his financial situation or anything. But we could use um, Cole from the, the TV show Martin. He was working in a car dealership after he started stopped acting on the television show Martin. And he handled it well. I seen people come up with their cameras. Cole, what you doing? I'm selling cars. I got to pay my bills. I got to do what I got to do. And 
that's what some that's some people's attitude. Some people go into depression because they they're not living the life that they once lived. Some people are chasing a high that they once have, and they don't know how to uh, budget their money. I'll, I'll say this for me and Mace as well. I don't know. I'll, I'll let Mace answer his own question. To me, I got a lot of ignorant shit out the way when I was young, and thank God I was able to maintain my money, also know how to hustle and bring more money in and budget my money well. But, you know, I when you're from a hood like me and Mace is from, you want to shit on niggas that didn't think you would make it. You got to go buy a pink Range Rover. You got to go buy the Pepsi Blue Lamborghini. You got to go buy uh, uh, 10 Range Rovers. So you could say, yeah, nigga, this is what I did. But at the end of the day, when you do that when you're young, you're thinking that's how your life is going to be forever. You may make $4 million when you fucking 21 and then make 50000 when you're 29. So luckily for me, I always had a system. This was my system. And I know this is kind of veering <laughs> off the question. I told myself, look, I have $5 million, right? This $5 million, if, if this is going to last me forever in case I don't make another dollar, because I say, look, 100000 a, $100, a year, you spend $100,000 a year, right? And you say to yourself, and this was when I was about 35, 30, you know, I, I, I had more money than I'm just saying in my brain what I thought. I said to myself, all right, cool. I got my bills a year, boom. All right, cool. 100,000 is cool. Niggas with good jobs make 100. And I say, I'm 35 now. Another 50 years, I'll be 85. There's 5 million. I'm going to spend 100,000 a year. Till I'm 85 years old, in case I don't make another dollar. Now I made more money, but now it's all extra. Cause now I can say, boom, now I can spend more. Now I can make more money. Now I can go buy more cars or more cribs or more jewelry or put more money away for my son or my family or whatever. But the five million is tucked because I always have this hundred thousand dollars a year plan and everything else is extra. And I think people don't budget their money good. I'll give you a great example of we're going to do sports on the, on the flip side, not, not somebody who's on drugs. It's not somebody who's doing bad or whatever. And he's a Harlemite. A lot of people don't even know he's from Harlem. But we'll use Jamal Mashburn. Jamal Mashburn was a great NBA player, great high school player, great college player, Kentucky as well. Um, after he stopped playing in the pros, you may see Jamal Mashburn be like, Oh, shit, that's Jamal Mashburn, what he's doing, what he's going on with him. But he actually made more money outside of basketball than playing basketball. He has, I think, 50 restaurants, 60 restaurants, investment, uh, real estate. He's probably worth about three or $400 million, Jamal Mashburn is. So when you see him and you don't think he may be doing anything, you're like, fuck going on with Mash? He looking regularly, he got sandals on or something. Nah. Nah, he don't feel bad what you say about him because it's none of your business what he's doing. <laughs> he, he, don't, he, he don't know what he, he don't give a fuck. That nigga made more money outside of basketball than with basketball. So to me, to answer your question, Mo, I know I was kind of long with it. I think it's financial. If you're not up financially, yeah. you feel bad. But if you have money and people don't know what you're doing, you don't really give a fuck. But the, how to transition it, it's a hard question for me to ask because I'm still so fly. I'm still getting that bread. I'm kind of that nigga. Like, look at me like, fucking loopy. What nigga my age is loopy like this nigga? So it's hard for me to answer that. 
we will have to go get somebody not in my position to answer this question. Sorry, murder. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> yeah, that was such a Harlem nigga. <laughs> you got to get somebody else to answer that, right? <laughs> so... So let me let me attempt to answer because I can't answer it neither. <laughs> but, <laughs> but let's try. Um, yeah. One of the things that really that really is a struggle for people is that they identify themselves through the money. That's what make the transition really really hard. People think who they are is the money that they have. So when they don't have the money. Or let's just take any good celebrity that we know right now. Most celebrities are highly dysfunctional. And because they have money, they don't know how dysfunctional they are because everybody just goes with what they're doing. When they lose the money, then people begin to show them how they really feel about them. And that's a rude awakening for them. So that will make it hard. Because you thought you were so smart and it was like, no, nigga, you was just paying me $300,000 a year. So I was doing what you say. Right now, you don't have the three hundred, so I'm not doing anything that you're saying. And that's what that makes it hard for a lot of people. So they feel like people switched up on them. People never switched up on you. You've been crazy. It's just the money made people not tell you how crazy you were. So that's the first point. The, um, the second thing I wrote down while Ken was talking is, is pretty much the same thing. People are very dysfunctional. So that was the same. And then the third thing that I saw, because this happened to me, right? So when I, when I stopped doing music, I said, I want to give away everything I got because I, so, I got rich so fast. And things came at me so fast. I didn't know what anybody was. I, it, that's how fast it happened to me. That I, I didn't know who was who. I didn't know who my mother was. I didn't know who my sister was. And that's a hard thing to say because all the relationships just changed so fast that I was just like, who is... I didn't understand what people was asking me. I didn't understand how they was talking to me because I wasn't that nigga before. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was... I was a hard worker, but I wasn't that nigga. So once everything happened, it was like, oh, I call all the shots. Yeah, I call all the shots. So then I didn't want that at first because I wanted to know what my real worth was with people. So I kind of like gave everything that I had and I made away. And then what I realized was like, yo, there's some people that really rock with me, but then they weren't people that I knew. So I hope that kind of explained it. So then mm-hmm. when money started coming back and I started making more money than I made in rap, I started looking at it like life totally different. And what, so the, it wasn't hard for me because I gave everything away. So I wanted to see how it would come back to me. And through that journey, I just realized I was actually really meant to be rich because no matter what I do, money just comes to me. And I thank Cam because even Cam inviting me to do this show with him, it just it just brought it full circle to me because more than anything, I, I had a lot of money, but I didn't have like real relationships. 
So, and this this meant more to me than just money. It was just sitting here with Cam. That, that, like, that well, like, really helped me. Yeah. But I was a really, really great Damn. answer, man. That, that was good. That was dope. That was real good, man. That was good. That's why you paid the big bucks. <laughs> that was a great answer, man. And, yo, thank you. And, and, and thank you for being a part of the show, because... Like, a lot of times, a lot of people don't know. Me and Mesa sit here and we'll text each other and we'll say, the show is dope, but us just being friends again yeah. is means more than the show. So, uh, we say yeah. this off the camera all the time, but sharing it on the camera, the yeah. feeling is mutual, bro, and just having my brother back in yeah. my life, uh, I love it. And you could tell the people, it's, it's, it's 95% of the people rooting for us, loving to see this, but I definitely love watching the 5% of the people who hate on it because I know we get under their skin <laughs> and niggas don't like us with each other because they know what it's about to be. You know, they know what me and this nigga together equals. So I, I love that, man. And thank you for sharing that. That was really deep, man. And I'm not even going to say pause. That yeah. was dope. And that was a great question, Maurice. Yeah. But thank yeah. you more than, like I said, be a mace always tell each other thank you and how much we are happy to be in each other's life. But you know, sharing that moment on camera with everybody was really dope. Thank you, man. Yeah. You guys both definitely dropped some gems and that was an amazing ending. Thank you, man. <laughs> Maurice, thank you for yeah. hey. lit. No, that now was you good. Know I love this show. I love this shit, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Mo, and Mo, <laughs> thank you too. And thank you, Stat. You gave me now the title I need to drop some music. It's the Reparations Tour. Yeah. You gave me my title. Yeah. The Reparations Tour. No, I just stand on that. No, I, God, keep playing with people, murder. Keep playing with the audience. Yo, Mo, I'll see Get you next week. Work. Get the artwork. The Reparations Tour. Get the artwork. Hey, I ain't say hey, no look, more. I'm, I'm, Hey, get the you you know you you done put it out there. Pause. I'm gonna get the Mo, artwork for Mo you. Mo will have the artwork in 15 minutes. Keep playing with that. <laughs> <nigga>. <laughs> well, Let's go, Johnny Shipes. Let's y'all go. Y'all need that shirt right there. That shirt is tough, yo. That shirt is tough. We need that on the jacket. Mm-hmm. Tough, bro. Yeah. Wow. Don't hey. Don't don't play with us. That's a fact. <laughs> don't play with Pause. Us. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm excited and I'm well, sure everyone else is too. Maurice, thank you for being here. Thank you all for watching. And as always, it is what it is. Uh, 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 like when they doing them two for